0: Cup, Mommy
1: Cup, Mommy Sippy, Mommy Cup. Hi, welcome to the Mommy Sippy Cup Happy Hour. My name is Andrea Berkey and I'm here with my bestest of friends, Miss Sunshine Hopped, Angela Hain, Janelle Byer, Me? and we are having a fun podcast all together for the first time it seems like in months. Mm-hmm.
2: And when was the last
1: time we had a podcast together? My like birthday? All of us.
3: My birthday?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my. my, birthday. Oh, oh my. <laughs> it's been a, it's, it's been a while. That's yeah. a while. It's been a while. So today we are picking our poison today. We're just yes. gonna we just brought our own thing, whatever we felt like. And so we're gonna taste different fun things. And our mom topic today is how to talk about substance abuse with your children. Because that I think that's something that's a little it's a little awkward. At least I'm finding that, I mean, you wouldn't think it would be, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say the wrong things, you know? So we're going to talk about that as our topic today, but first we're going to, we're going to drink heavily. (laughs) 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 It seems appropriate. I think so too. (laughs) So um, we're going to go, we're going to start off with me because I think I have the lightest thing on the table right now. I, I do love, though, that
2: we all went fancy. Like, I, we without did. no coordination, we did not have a theme for drinks this time, no. we didn't talk ahead, but everyone brought a fancy drink. It's fancy-schmancy.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mine's probably the most non-fancy. That's okay, it's, you've been working. it's such a pretty it's
3: bottle.
2: still pretty fancy. It's a rosé, ah, and, and, yes. and with your fancy stopper, it's even more fancy. I know. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't know if you guys know this, but I am a closet rosé lover. I love rosés. I don't know why. It's just one of those things. Usually they'd be too sweet for me, but on like a summer, on the patio, just like sitting, drinking a rosé just gives me so much joy. So the day before Mother's Day, I went to Costco to pick out stuff so that my family could surprise me. (laughs) Sounds right. Sounds right. (laughs)
3: That could be another topic for (laughs) today. So I
1: went, I wanted to make sure that I had a nice Mother's Day. (laughs) You deserve it. I know. So I went to Costco. I bought a whole bunch of fun things that I knew I would enjoy. And there was a lady there talking about wines. And she says, do you like um, rosés, and I'm like, I do love rosés, and she's like, oh, and Moscato's and blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, I don't like sweet. And she's like, oh, then you would really like this rosé because yeah. it it kind of has like the characteristics of like a pinot grigio or a chardonnay, but it's a rosé. And I was like, oh, I want to try this. Mm-hmm. I think my friends would like it. So it is called Whispering Angel. It's uh, I don't, I it's in French. <laughs> Um, so, so I can't. It's from France. It's from France.
3: Parle-vous <laughs> français? Uh,
1: it's from the Côte de Provence. Is that how you say it?
3: Sure. It sounded pretty. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: um, in the escaline, Escl- I can't see. I need like I need bifocals. Hold on. Let me take off my glasses because I can't see it. Okay. Hold on. Oh
3: yeah. This is hilarious. We have an eye chart
1: happening right now. I have one eye closed. Yes. In the Essence Valley, angels whisper, if you drink this wine, you might hear them. If by chance you visit us, you might see them. And that's from Sasha Alexis Lachine, I think. I don't know how you say that. But anyway, this is a product of France, and I'm so excited to try it. I'm going to put my glasses on, though, back on, because I'm blind. So that's the sound of my glasses. (laughs) Getting put back on my face. Okay,
2: so let's let's try this. It smells good. All right, I'm excited. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mmm. Smells like champagne. Yeah, it It tastes like champagne. Yes,
0: this is
1: what I think a rosé really should taste like. It's not fakey, and there's Mm. not a lot of sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wonderful? It is. It has a lot of um, Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, notes it does. It. Mm-hmm. Buttery. Mm-hmm. Buttery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of lemon, lots of like a perfume almost undertone. Mm-hmm. Do you taste that? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very much mm-hmm. like a champagne. Yeah. Yes. Like without this, the bubbles. Without the bubbles. Mm-hmm. I like
3: this. I would put orange juice in it and make it into mm-hmm. a, an interesting mimosa. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: don't think Angela likes it. Nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, see, I really, I, actually, I really, really like it. i like really it. It. this, too.
0: Mm-hmm. No, have you had it before, no. Andrea? No. Oh, it's this so This is my sweet. first time.
2: <laughs> so that's I'm just fun. picturing, as she was saying, you know, the m- version of a mimosa is putting this through your soda streamer. Yeah. <gasps> Yes. <laughs> and having it that way and then also mixing yes. it with.
3: <laughs> I also think a grapefruit
1: flavor in there would be good. I, you mm. know what? So Miss Angela got me some grapefruit bitters. I bet that would taste really Ooh. good in here with some ice. Mm. Wouldn't that and be Maybe
3: a, like
2: a tonic or a club soda or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Although I just like it in its pure form. It's delicious.
2: Oh, Do we all agree sometime this summer we need to have a mimosa day? Yes. A day where, like, no one, I mean, we can just hang out for quite a while. (laughs) But, like, we should each make up a different mimosa.
1: Oh, I already know Um, what I want to do. Okay, so should we do this, like, as a podcast and then turn it into, like, an entire day Mm -hmm. of drinking? Yes. Yeah. And should we maybe do this on a day when Michael Berkey is on a motorcycle ride? You yes. definitely do
2: that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a yeah. really stay. good idea.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you can stay the Because it's been a while. I know. Mm-hmm. We should make this happen. And then we'll use this It's
2: going to be a, a really fun, a, a fun thing to see what our takes on mimosas are. Mm-hmm. And see yeah. we're a creative group. We are. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. We have to
1: do this. Mm-hmm. All right. Stay tuned for that
3: one. I'm excited. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> this was a good idea.
1: <laughs> boop, boop. Yay. So what are we doing mm. next?
3: Can we do mine next? Yeah, let's
0: let's do yes. yours. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's a full one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there, in my defense, there's three melted ice cubes in each of yours. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 yeah,
2: the giant ice cubes. No,
3: I'm just <laughs> Yeah, no. So Andrea and I had a lady date one night, and yes. we went to Blue, where I have not been in a long time, and they have excellent mm-hmm. food, and we need to all do that one night. And I was very excited because they had Añejo Old Fashions, which Añejo is my favorite tequila. Mine too. Um, too. So they basically put all of the ingredients on their menu so I don't feel super bad for stealing it. So thank you, Blue. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) It it is uh, Añejo tequila, which I use the Casamigos because it's my favorite. Um, Mm -hmm. Fee Brothers Grapefruit Bitters, Agave Nectar, a fresh orange that I muddled in the bottom, um, sour, and club soda. So, there's a lot of things mm. in there. I'm excited. I'm excited. They and were you, you really good at the idea. restaurants. They also gave us, I should have brought those really lovely cherries. They gave oh, us yeah, the, they really, had yummy the yummy really
1: yummy cherries in it. Okay, so this is amazing. Mm. This is a lot weaker. I mean, I mean, a lot stronger than the weak ones that we
3: had over at Blue. I can tell that there's melted ice in here, which mm. I think made it, made it a little better.
0: <laughs> because
3: all I could taste was tequila before.
0: <laughs> What's It's strong? really good. Went straight mm. and strong. With it the nice like one, two
3: ounces of tequila in each. Oh, really? Of these. Yeah. Oh,
0: nice.
2: Because it, really, it, it doesn't taste like tequila. It's refreshing, as it? Much mm, to yeah. me. Yeah. It, it's it's that very orange. You get a hint orange, of the grapefruit. You mm-hmm. get a hint. Refreshing, of, mm-hmm. but it does not mm. taste. Mm-mm. It's like a hint of tequila.
3: Andrea and I each had a couple of these. Yeah. Um, because yeah, they're they're light and refreshing. You don't realize that no. it's tequila. And you know, I didn't even get
1: tipsy though. Did you? No. They I think they were pretty weak. Yeah, I'm sure. They were really weak. Um, I think they used a lot of agave in theirs too. This one has oh. a lot less
3: agave. I did like a quick squeeze in each of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this <laughs>
1: is so good, Angela. I Yay. could drink these mm-hmm. all day.
3: I, really I literally good. could. Mm. I'm loving it.
2: Okay. You've given me some good ideas. I know. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, hmm. <laughs>
3: You should text them to yourself.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: I know I would forget. I'm just putting my problems on you, sunshine.
2: <laughs> it's like no. She's projecting. You're, no, I no. Am. She was I reading am. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of something on the drive over, and for the life of me, I You was can't like, remember. No.
3: Oh, I hate that.
2: I was like, I can remember for three minutes. No. no nope. Nope. <laughs> no I, I can't. learned that lesson. <laughs> Aww. <laughs>
1: Well, I think Miss Sunshine should go next yeah. since we're, we're on the tequila okay. bandwagon here. Yay.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm excited for anything with the jalapeno in a floating glass.
2: Yeah. Everyone, I everyone got their own. Mm-hmm. So um, anyone who listens to our podcast knows that I figured out how to make the perfect ultimate margarita during so quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been <laughs> on a margarita kick since. Yeah. So we, I have done my margaritas with Grand Marnay, which I love. But it's a little expensive, especially if you're having like, you know, fun taco margarita night at home and you have several and then you, you know, have the a bottle's gone. <laughs> 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 um, oh. And then, so did the orange um, Patron, which is actually very good um, and a lot more affordable. Mm-hmm. But I've always heard the ultimate is Cointreau. And that that is the ultimate orange liqueur and the best for margaritas or best for anything. Um, so it's not uh, – it's less sweet. It's uh, more complex. So it, it's it's a richer, better, cleaner, less sugary orange liqueur than any of the other ones. Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody wants triple second their margaritas. No. Oh, I yeah. don't even
2: count that as a – yeah. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I found Contro found, uh, at Costco. So that was the first time I've seen a bottle at a price point where I was like, oh, I should buy this. Because usually it's like, oh, maybe next time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I bought it. And this is my perfect margarita. But, of course, I did um, put some jalapenos in the control for like three hours. Nice. So it's a spicy ultimate margarita. Okay. Mm. And fresh squeezed lime juice.
3: Mm. That is fantastic.
2: That's yummy. I feel like I can't, I
3: can't go to a restaurant any longer and drink regular margaritas. Mm-mm. Thank you, sunshine. I'm not even
2: joking. No, I know.
3: <laughs> That's lovely. I love. I the can bird. only drink your margaritas. Mm-hmm.
2: So this one is it. it um, Cointreau truly is. This is the cleanest mm. margarita I think I've ever yeah. made. I just it's, love the jalapeno flavor too.
1: I do. This is oh, nice. I love spicy. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's a, a a shot of fresh lime juice. So I squeezed the lime this morning and mm-hmm. brought it over, and a shot of the cointreau mm-hmm. um, with jalapenos uh, marinated in it, <laughs> um, and then two shots of tequila That's of a, a nice tequila.
1: Yeah, this is so good. I really like this. Are, are you going back to this because you want to do like a
2: side by? Two? I wanted to as well.
3: Oh, now this one tastes totally different. Not this one just doesn't have much flavor comparatively.
2: Mm-mm. I hope the jalapeno in mine isn't too strong.
3: Mm-mm. It is very spicy, but in a good way. Yeah, okay. There's no such yes. thing as too much. It's mm-hmm. okay. All right.
2: Mm-hmm. I know you, you guys tend to like the jalapeno, yeah. and so I just threw seeds and all in. Um, yeah, because orange and jalapeno to me is ultimately the yeah. best. Okay. Yeah, I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love all those. So I just had to. Do
1: Great job! Ah, oh, that's so yummy. So, Miss Janelli, yeah, you are, you brought something really
0: interesting. I just went kind of crazy yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so pick your poison. I went with gin, and yes. I also uh, topped it off with uh, a zero proof uh, gin too. So we, I did two, I brought two different kinds. So I brought the Hendrick. Midsummer solstice kind, um, which I know Costco had mm-hmm. sold. And so with that, there's jalapenos, there's cucumber, lime, juice, and I threw some mint in there. And then the non-alcohol um, gin is called Ritual Zero Proof. So it's a gin alternative. So it's a version of no alcohol. Um, so I figured best way to try it, do and the it same to Do thing a by with, side Yeah. All right, here we so go. So you have not tried it yet. I've tried this before, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I should maybe have given you um both well, maybe we'll do that later, um, shot glasses of them straight. No. So you can <laughs> <laughs>
2: just little sips. Yeah. Mm.
0: Like Don't we did in ahead. Ireland.
2: Mm-hmm. Janelle and I did. <laughs> okay, so
1: I, I took a sip of the ritual. hmm It's just like a light lemony, Oh. A lemony. Mm-hmm. Definitely different. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They are very different.
3: The non-alcohol oh. one to me is just you. I feel like I don't taste alcohol, which no. would make sense because <laughs> there is none.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but I. It's I do very taste, refreshing, though.
3: I do taste a little bit a hint of that cayenne pepper.
0: Yeah, it, to me, when I have tasted it in the past, it kind of. Um, I don't know if that's what's in it. Sorry. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't do my full research that I normally do for this. I have the bottle. You don't so have we, a printed page no, for No, I today. don't. I I didn't I didn't get that far. I do have the bottle, so we'll take a look at that. And we'll maybe uh bring this out for some more um drinks just yeah, as like just for some, some side by sides or mm-hmm. whatever. Um but yeah, no, that one is is very weak. I'm tasting a lot of cucumber and the mint in there with mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I taste a little bit of the gin with the other ones. I no, try no. doing the same like measurements and everything, but this is very quick and thrown together. <laughs> if I
1: were someone like, say, pregnant or were on a medication where I couldn't have alcohol mm-hmm. or something like that, I would I would enjoy this. Yeah. I'd feel I'd feel like, okay, you know what? I have like a little non alcoholic beverage that I can have and mm-hmm. this makes me happy.
3: Yeah. And it, it, but well, and people that maybe are recovering, but they still are able to go out with their friends, and they just don't drink. This would be an
2: option for them, yeah. Yeah. Or people who just don't want to drink, Drink. yeah, Yeah. mm -hmm. exactly.
3: Like the DDs, yeah, Yeah.
2: That mm -hmm. they want to have something fun. Mm -hmm. They want to feel, you know, like they're part of, like like they're getting some treat or indulgence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's it's something. Mm -hmm. There's something we said about that. So, um, our topic for today is about talking to our kids how to stay away from drugs or like at least be educated d- be, educate them you know and so that's like a hard thing i you don 't i you would think okay don't do drugs, just say no, all those things that we grew up listening to mm-hmm. that didn't really do a whole lot for a lot of people no, and there were a lot of fear tactics, like, oh, if you do marijuana you're going to be addicted and you're going to die. And you know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of like, you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, kind of like mm-hmm. with sex too. It's the same yeah. thing. It's just like, oh, you know, if you even like kiss a boy, you're going to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm trying to approach it with my kids as as something that is just like, you know, some people have this addiction. Um, you can become addicted to certain drugs There are differences between legal drugs and illegal drugs. For instance, aspirin, Tylenol, that stuff, those are drugs, but they are legal drugs. And yeah, they can, if you take anything, too much of anything, it can make you sick and not feel well. It could even kill you. So, and then trying to approach it with a little bit more of, I don't know, I'm terrible at it. I'm trying. And I think my kids, like, they understand, like, okay, mom's... Mom's like talking to us like she does when she talks about
0: sex. (laughs) (laughs) She's awkward and super awkward. Everybody's uncomfortable with this. (laughs) I mean, Uh but yeah, but and
1: but at the same time, I'm trying to just give them facts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I went online and they actually had some like little tips. So what they say is, um, you want to start talking about drugs early with your kids. Mm -hmm. You know, starting off whenever like they're preschool. Like, okay, you know, this is a drug. This is ibuprofen. You know, you take this when you have a headache. You only take so much because you can get sick. And so that kind of thing. So it's like implanting, I guess, like a measurement in their head as to, like, okay, some of this is good and only so much is good for you kind of thing. What do you guys think of that?
2: Um, I think it's good to bring it into conversation early and uh, also just to be matter of
1: fact Mm. about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. i not one for scare tactics. I don't think they no, work. I don't either. I'm not either. one for over um, – I don't know. Honestly, I think it probably was a little easier for me with our because I have a – my family history is like genetically predispositioned, mm. super not good, um, like really bad with drugs and alcohol. Right. So it was easier for me in that way because I could be like, hey, kiddo. Yeah. So some people can do some drugs casually. Yeah. And – their life is not ruined, right? Um, and it's not, and you know, an event. Um, you probably aren't that person. And ah. You m- might notice mom doesn't even really take ibuprofen. Um, right? <laughs> we have a bad family history, and like I wouldn't test the theory if I were you. Yeah, it could be dangerous. It could be really bad. You know, you're not like other kids. Yeah. So you need to really watch it. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that's what we went through. And he actually was like, "Oh, okay." So he knows that. If his friends, you know, if he sees his friends do it and their lives don't dr- change, change yeah. dramatically or, you know, the world mm-hmm. doesn't end, yeah, that's that's a real thing for some people. It's also a real thing that um, his aunt and his grandma are dead. Right. From accidental drug overdoses. Um, you know, one was heroin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so like it's – you just – you got to be more careful than most kids.
1: Right. So – and that's, that's, a, that's a good point right there, you know, especially mm-hmm. if there is a history. You have to be really careful. Yep.
2: I think even without the history, you could use part of it and say, you know, there are people who can do it, and then there are people who can't. You don't know which one you're going to be. You may not want to test the theory. For those that are, aren't, can't have that casualness, Mm. it can be devastating. And you don't know which one you are because family history doesn't always dictate it.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been doing – because we'll be watching – we've been watching a lot of, like, behind the music. Or um you know, different types of of shows on different artists and a lot of them, you know, pass because of drug overdoses. And I I always mention to them, I'm like, hey kiddos, you know, this person could have had an amazing life, but they did drugs in a way that wasn't healthy and it killed them. And it's just not it's not something that's worth destroying your life over or even, you know, tempting it. So mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I don't know. How about you, Angela? I don't I know we had those conversations with the kids. I don't remember one specific for drugs, but I do for alcohol. Um, you know, I have also family history of alcohol abuse. Shane's family had history, so and our kids got to experience some uh, like visible, you Exper- know, yeah, yeah. so we had conversations about that. and that's what can happen when you mm-hmm. over drink. And then I remember um specifically talking to Kylie about, you know, if obviously we didn't want her to drink before she was of age, but if she did, to be honest with us, and if she needed anything, call us, you right. know, like we we would still have her back. Yeah, um, that's really. I feel like it was such a long time ago that I had those conversations. <laughs> but, you know, you guys, good. because we did start early. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and you guys have successfully done well because your kids are all really good. So, how about mm-hmm. with with Trent?
0: With Trent, um, also he has family history on both sides, and so he has seen um, the repercussions. He has a a, a grandpa that committed suicide, who was addicted to drugs, but there was also alcohol. A lot on his dad's side, my side too, there's um, alcohol, you know, abuse. So I had the conversation with him too, like, just so you know, you are more likely, you know, you could be. Mm -hmm. Sunshine, you you pointed it out a lot more clear, so I'm glad you pointed out yours. You, You might not want to test it. He doesn't seem interested in really in he's had a few sips of stuff here and there but a lot of the times if i offer something he'll smell it and he's like you know okay um and i think with me when i was younger i went being a big introvert but yet wanting to be social yeah i i went with the peer pressure and Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh yeah, experienced and, you know, experimented a lot when I was younger, was the follower, but then was also the big encourager when I was younger. And he he's going to be turning 21 in February. And I was already thinking, I'm like, oh, well, should we have a party? Should I, you know, maybe we just take him out to a few places. but. You know, since I knew we were going to have this conversation today, I'm like, you know what I'm going to ask him? He is an introvert, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's he can be way more sociable meeting somebody new quicker than I can. Um, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Um, You're going to see what he's going to.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to see what he feels comfortable doing and not encourage anything you know if he yeah. doesn't want to be i want him to be sociable he's been going over recently um to play video games and stuff with one of his friends that doesn't live far away you know and to we are in an odd time uh, oh, yeah. still you yeah. know in this world and so you know i i still want him to be sociable yeah you know the, you want to give them the, that 21-year-old experience. God, yeah. You but know, at the same time, you don't uh, uh-huh. want to be like, hey, kiddo, have another yeah, shot. I don't want <laughs> – it doesn't – yeah, you're right. It doesn't have to be the way it was when when I when was you younger, 21. Yeah. And the the youngest – Um, I have two older sisters that didn't drink much. My brothers did I We went to many parties <laughs> together yeah. at, at that time. So I, I remember being 16, and uh, my brother that was two years older than me – what are you doing here? You know, and that he was the very protective one though. Mm. But, um, yeah, so we'll, you know, we'll have to, we haven't had a drug talk, but no. It, there's no interest. At, he has not expressed anything or even smoking. No. Uh, his, his dad smokes, but, um, he, he knows that, you know, it can be addictive and yeah. you just, it's not something you should try <laughs> just cause, you know, it, it's, it's a harder thing to get rid of his dad struggled with it, you know? And, and so he has seen that struggle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Aww. I think that's helped with him. In well, that's that, good, though. Yeah. Un- unfortunately. Yeah. But sometimes, yeah, with some people, it need, needs to be that way. Yeah. <gasps> you know, I think the
1: best thing is to not, number one, don't glamorize it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I don't know how. I mean, you don't want to be like, oh, you know, this person is doing drugs, and you know, I don't know how how would you glamorize something like drugs and alcohol? I don't I even think the know.
2: Rock stars, yeah, and movie stars do.
1: Yeah, but see, mm-hmm. I always turn that around. Like they could have been more if they hadn't. But I think the approach that that I'm taking with the kids is I don't want it to be I don't want it to be something that is like especially alcohol use. Um, I don't want them to feel like it's something that is
2: taboo. Oh, I'm a hundred percent with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't vilify it. Don't, no, don't make it taboo because then they're they're going to go after it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to offer Alex a sip of wine at Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. like every year, from the time he was. I don't. I don't know how old. I mean, yeah. not like too young, but yeah. I'd be like, Hey, do you want a sip? Yeah, I'm
1: doing that with Livy. Well, I let Emily smell because she's mm-hmm. nine. She's mm-hmm. still a baby. Um, but you know, I'm I'm starting now that Livy's like 12, almost 13. I'm you know I'm like letting her like smell, maybe have like a little tiny taste of something here and there, and she's very interested. But she's interested in the taste profiles more than the actual, like, alcohol.
2: Oh, right. And that was yeah. with Alex. Mm. But we, I feel like we helped keep it that way by making – it was never off limits. No. Like, literally, I'd be like, hey, would you like a sip? Yeah. And It's like, it's alcohol. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And one sip will not hurt you. Right. One glass, not good for you. Yeah. When you're growing, it's not good for you. It's bad for you. It's kind of poisonous to your system. And it well, can yeah. have a bad effect on you. But mm-hmm. not one sip is not the same as right. a glass. And you know what and so I, then he learned that and he I was like, that, Oh
1: I use that from you actually. So Livy was and I were talking and she's like, So when when would be a good time for me to be able to have something to drink like that? I'm like, well you know your brain doesn't stop growing until you're about twenty three to twenty five technically. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you drink alcohol and you get inebriated or when you get drunk You will lose brain cells, and you don't want to do that while you're growing, because that's—I mean, it's just stupid. (laughs) So and so my you know Mm -hmm. and and they they they're understanding that you know what if if we drink a whole lot of alcohol while our brains are growing, it's probably not a good idea.
2: See, then it's an educated choice they're making, right? Exactly. Kids who make choices stick with their tend to stick with their choices. Mm -hmm. Kids who are forced into or you know pushed and pushed into. or held back or you know mm-hmm. tend to rebel in my experience mm-hmm. and opinion so
1: mm-hmm.
2: i tried to not make it off limits and i tried to make it education and choice
1: yeah i remember walking the streets of of like in mexico with my mom i was 12 13 and we'd share at the gate you know like just a beer just walking down the 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 mercados and doing all our fun little shopping and stuff and we'd share a beer and it was so much fun And I never thought anything about it. So when I turned 21, I'm like, oh, I can buy my own alcohol. So I went and bought a cheap bottle of wine that I didn't even drink really.
2: Because it wasn't a big deal. Because it wasn't a big Mm -hmm. deal. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: So I think that there's a lot to that.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
3: What are your thoughts, Miss Angela? Yeah, no, I agree. I was just thinking that too, that my parents were the same way, um, would let me try things. And I would always feel like, ooh. Like is it okay? I'm having a sip. Yeah, I had my first shot at nine. Thanks, Dad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, I, I literally waited until I was 21, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like oh I have to get inebriated all the time because right. yeah I had I was able to try it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I I, I remember being
1: 17 or 16, I think it was, mm-hmm. and I had worked outside all day. I was doing the lawn, and this is Texas, so you're just sweating buckets, and you're just so hot. And I came in to the house, and I said, Mom, I just feel like having, like, a little sip of beer. Is that weird? She's like, no, we'll share one. So, And Mm -hmm. I literally poured, like— a little tiny like an inch of beer into my glass and then i put tons of, of salt and lime and i doctored it up and it was just delicious because that's what i was craving was the salt, salt and yeah. the lime mm-hmm. cuz you've been sweating and, yeah. yep <laughs> and my mom's like oh okay cuz she was like you could tell like she was like hmm this is mm-hmm. this is worrisome because on my dad's side of the family there is alcoholism And so, yeah, it was just like one of those things where I had my little sip of beer and I was happy and actually it was more lime juice than anything else. And, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so I, I think, and then we would play cards and my mom would let me have a little tiny sip of wine. Well, not even a sip. It was like, like a quarter of a glass so I could like have like little tiny sips while my dad was drinking his glass of sangria and stuff and we play cards and get silly. And she realized that the more sips I took, the more money they won from me. So I would lose my allowance and <laughs> they would That's get funny. it back. I know. So, <laughs> but it was never one of those things. So, yeah, I never really felt like, oh, yeah, 21, big deal. It wasn't a big deal for me. But anyway, mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts on, on how to keep your kids straight and narrow? Without being over, overprotective, I need advice. Is that? Or is there anything else that you guys could add?
0: Tell them to talk to you. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, be open. Tell yeah. them you're not going to be angry. No, well, please let me know. Yeah, when you know, like if you're at a party, if you're that.
1: yeah, if you're at a party and mm-hmm. you and you're afraid to drive, you know, and that's another thing that I'm concerned about is you know, once my kids start driving, they're going to be mm-hmm. going off to friends' houses. They're going to be drinking probably and doing all those things. I want them, number one, to have friends. And that's another thing. You have to know your yeah. ki- your your kid's friends. You need to know what kind of friends they and, have.
0: And their families. And kind their Trent, families. Trent just made mention. He's like, oh, it was really funny. I went over to my friend's house and his parents came home like at, you know, two in the morning. Yeah. And he's like, it was funny. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> their behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> <It sounds laughs> at like, that like- point in time. But yeah. he just, you know, and that's how he just kind of took it now. He's yeah. just like, it's just kind of funny how they were acting it. He knows. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm Absolutely. smart enough. He knows what's going on or whatever. But then he went over the other night, and all of a sudden I'm like, should I have said something to him? You know, if, if you end up drinking, stay there. I didn't say anything. And then I happened to get up at 2 in the morning just because I woke up, and I saw he was in the bathroom, and I'm like, okay, he must have just came home. Because <laughs> honestly, yeah. he left and I didn't think anything of it because he hasn't hardly done this over the past right. year, yeah. you know, gone over to a friend's house to do anything. Mm-hmm. But yet now I know he's got a friend who's at home. Again, they are 20 years old. If I know. they were in college, you know, God knows what would right. be happening. I know. Um, but mm-hmm. so I'm like, do I have a talk with him? Is he going to just think I'm, Being overly protective, but yet he does take things if I just say it. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, you know. So, yeah, I'll probably say something to (laughs) him next.
1: Even now, whenever the kids go off to their friend's house, I say, hey, if you feel uncomfortable or you don't feel well, you call me and I will never be angry. You can always call me to come pick you up no matter what time. And I even mentioned because when I was in high school, I went to a party and everybody was smoking marijuana and drinking heavily. And I felt very uncomfortable because at that point in my life, I wasn't really interested in that kind of stuff. And I called my mom. I'm like, hey, can you come pick me up? I'm going to walk over to the HEB, which was like a mile away from the house that we were at. I didn't want her to come pick me up at the house because that would have been embarrassing. Yeah. I'm like, can you come pick me up at the HEB? I'm going to be waiting in front. And she's like, oh, my God. What happened? And I'm like, don't worry. You know, I'm just going to hang out in front. You'll see me by the lights, you know. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're going to get raped on your way.
3: (laughs) I'm like, Mom, this
1: is Mathis, Texas. (laughs) 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 It's not that scary. Mm. So I had walked to the HEB. I went in because they were still kind of open. And I got myself a pizza because they had these yummy French bread pizzas. Ooh. So I got myself a French bread pizza, and I waited for my mom to come pick me up because it was like a half-hour drive from the oh, house. Wow. So she came and picked me up, and she didn't ask me any questions. She just made sure I was safe. She's like, are you safe? Yep. She's like, were you hurt? Nope. She's like, are you intoxicated? Do we need to get you some water? I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, let's go home.
3: And that was it. What do you think of for your girl's Um, teaching them about like Uber or Lyft. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, once
1: I want to be the one to go
3: pick them up. I would feel the same way. I'm just Mm -hmm. curious what everyone's opinion is. Like, I feel like I'm extra paranoid out of everyone in this group. Um, (laughs) like I don't know that I would feel safe to put my teenage daughter alone in somebody's Uber i would feel a little uncomfortable not gonna i know it's very rare that bad things happen
0: Mm -hmm. it it is it's very rare Mm -hmm. but and especially this area yeah i i know i recently just watched something Mm -hmm. i can't remember what area of the country it was oh i can't tell you like two women in the same area i mean oh yeah were assaulted it was down south that's all i can say um but, yeah, went missing. I mean, and then ended up being found murdered. Um, yeah.
2: you know, but, but you so also find that with over, people walking mm, their dogs. Mm, yeah, guess. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just, just mm-hmm. for perspective. Exactly. And the, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: The, I will say the, that I myself have called Uber many times from the bars because I was too drunk and wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. And I've never, ever experienced any bad things. And they would, I would, I sit in the front seat because I'm, uh, yeah, I get motion sick. Yeah. So I mean, so I'm sitting right next to the Uber <laughs> driver, mm-hmm. which probably isn't smart. But anyway, but I've made a lot of good friends
0: that way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've only had great experiences
1: with the Uber driver too. So, yeah, me and, too. And, and like I said, it might be our area, like you said, because our area we have really upstanding people for the most part.
2: Uh, we're, we're like we're Midwest. I mean, Midwest it, it's is yeah, generally Missouri. speaking mm-hmm. a, a pretty. Pretty safe area, yeah, um, I would just um, like like rural. to point
3: out all the serial killers that have come from Wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sunshine <laughs> oh my, gosh. take that they- midwest and throw that out the window. <laughs> <laughs> did you
1: guys know that most of them are cancers
3: oh really oh.
1: so if I like were to pick up a hitchhiker and they're like aren 't you afraid that like some some like serial killer that like, you just picked up a serial killer and I'd say something like. No, the odds of two serial killers being the same vehicle is so weird. <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> that was a meme I saw somewhere. <laughs> yep. That's yep. Awesome. I I yeah. love that one.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> well, you know, which is why I got you the t-shirt. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a little serial killer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so,
1: I, and I wear that t-shirt a lot. So it's it's a cute little. It's mm-hmm. like a bunny. That is like putting jelly on toast. Yes, but the jelly is everywhere, and it looks like a murder scene.
2: <laughs> and uh-huh. it says, I, "I can't help it if my sorry if my traits come off as a little serial
1: killer."y Yeah, that's <sighs> that's me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrea, yes. just something I wanted to say: the three of us over here mm-hmm. have boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are the one with the two girls, so yes, oh you will have the stories that uh, will be different than anything we'll <laughs> right. ever experience. Well, but um, Angela, you
1: like you raised a girl. You
0: did. That's yes. true.
1: Mm-hmm. I did have a hand
3: in raising Kylie. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's it's different with boy with, totally different. With, <laughs> so, what are complete your complete different worries? Yeah, what what are your
0: I have no good advice for you. No. <laughs>
1: And, and like
0: I made mention when I was thinking, peer pressure is a bigger thing with girls I think than it was – Then I can see it all with Trent. He is oh. just – he has his own strength that yeah. I did not have at that age.
3: I think that was Kylie's biggest issue was peer pressure. Yeah. Like she wanted to feel accepted. Of course, I mm. have my thoughts as to why. Um, but I feel like she maybe made some poor choices because of that, yeah, um but I feel like all you can do as a parent are give them the tools to make the right decisions, but it's up to them what decision they ultimately make. so yeah. you know with with Livy, I don't have any concerns. She's a lot like me when I was that
1: age she's She's not the popular kid, but she doesn't care. Um, she has the friends that she loves, and that's all that matters to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I worry about Emily because right now in her class, she's the popular kid, which I've never experienced in my life. I don't know what that's like. Um, so she's the popular kid. She's, she's got her own things going on too, and I, I feel comfortable talking about this. So my kiddo came out to me. She's, 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 not, she's not heterosexual. We don't know exactly because she's not sure exactly what direction she's going in yet. But she's, I think she might be bisexual. I don't know. She she's, doesn't have feelings, but she's she doesn't have sexual feelings, but she has attractions. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, hey, kiddo, you know what? I'm here for you, whatever you need. I love you. I will do whatever you want. Um, and I want you to feel as comfortable and loved. And just I want you to know that whoever you come home, With one day, whenever you're an adult and you find the love of your life, that we're going to love them. We're going to accept them. And the only thing that we require is that they love you back and treat you better than daddy treats me. That's pretty (laughs) much how. That's beautiful. So That's That's wonderful. So as long as they love you, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. But with that, I worry about the emotional things that might be coming from that. So I mean, how is she going to feel? Will she be accepted? Mm-hmm. Will she have the you know the the weight of the world on her shoulders? Will she feel depression? Will she feel um, you know anxiety and all these other things? And unfortunately, that leads to substance abuse.
3: So I'm. I think the fact that you guys have been so super supportive of her mm. is huge, yeah, because at least she has that because there are so many parents in this world that are would not be accepting, yeah, I unfortunately know people like that, and I don't understand that at all, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's how they were raised or how whatever they came to how however they came to that belief. But yeah, I think knowing that she's got you guys, that's gonna be I, I hope super that helps important. her, yeah.
2: I mean I yeah, I, I would I, I agree. Having a supportive family and then you also it's supporting family, but you also have your whole surrounding extended right. group yes. that is also one hundred percent supporting. Yeah. No one in your bubble of the world no. cares. No. We Absolutely care about not. her,
1: yeah. but not yeah. that particular
2: choice. It's I care about that as much as I care what color shirt she picks out today.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. and which mm-hmm.
2: shoes she's wearing. It's a, yeah, okay, sure. Are yeah. you happy? Mm-hmm. Are you feeling good? Yay, you're awesome. You know Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: mm-hmm. And I think, too, yet with being open, if you ever saw, okay, you're, you let them know, I'm okay. If you went to a party, if you drank or something, mm-hmm. you can't drive yourself home if they are able to at that right. time. Call me. Let me know. I'll come get if, you. Yep. Yeah. If it would become a re- reoccurring thing, you would have the conversation with them. They yeah. they would then understand, okay, I have a parent that, you know what, they, they do have restrictions. Yes, they're open to me maybe experimenting a bit. Right. But yet, you know what, they're not going to let me overboard it. Because I'm too right. young to realize that I have overextended um, this uh, research into right. this mm-hmm. area <laughs> of adulthood.
1: I, I love that whole research.
0: Um, <laughs> but you you would yeah. with, with that or with any drug experimentation, I think so too. You know, um, yep. There's there's certain points in either one of them you you can try, and you can you can abuse. You yeah, know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, I personally am i am pretty, I don't know, I've never really, I've never really tampered in the whole drug realm, you know, the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I don't really know a whole lot about it. Um, you know, I, I don't know, like, I, I can say this, honestly, um, when I had first gotten sick, I had a friend of mine who introduced me to medicinal marijuana. And that helped me quite a bit because I had lost so much weight. I was 95 pounds. I I couldn't – I didn't have the energy to be able to climb stairs to my apartment. Like I had to rest and it was 20 stairs up to my apartment and that was it. Like I had to stop halfway and just like sit. So I was very sick and she helped nurse me back to health and medicinal marijuana helped me. And so I'm hopefully – you know, I mean – Granted, at the time, it wasn't legal, but, you know, it can be used as a medicine. Mm-hmm. So that's the extent of my, yep. of my drug use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so.
2: yeah. But I, I do think that's a, a good example of why mm-hmm. I don't think you should vilify anything no. to too, mu- too much yeah. of an extent mm-hmm. because um, it, it builds distrust. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, I was told the world would end or this was, you know, a gateway drug or, like, everything's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it turns yeah. out if they see examples of it not being that, right. then you lose credibility. Yeah. But if you just say people are different, it may or may not be, like, it, this may not work out well. Like, you, you need to be careful. It is not all, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you need to be responsible. There are rules. You need to take that like you're, like it's drinking. And illegal stuff is, you know, You really need to be careful. Like, that's it. There's some really serious stuff out there. Yeah. Like, there is a difference between heroin and pot. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. be careful. (laughs) Like, you got to tell Uh them. They should know because then you're credible. Right. And once you
1: lose that credibility, then everything you've ever taught them or everything you've ever said to them has lost all credibility.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It can, yeah. Yeah, an impact so you i just i i feel like parents should be cautious of that
0: i i agree yeah and open if you didn't experience it well then you both sit down at a computer and look at what the side effects or whatever yeah. are right well, i, I yeah. mean this day and I age mean, do oh, that yeah. because because as you were saying andrea i'm in the same boat i don't know i don't understand don't yeah. know what the side effects of some of the things out there would no. be I was never offered it though either. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was because
1: I was in. I was a musician and in. I was around a lot of people who did a lot of cocaine. Uh, I never did because personally, I have a weird thing about my nose. I don't want anybody putting their finger in my nose. I don't want things up my nose. My nose is. It's like it's like some people like what they don't like want their. Feet to be touched or, or
0: ears or ears. I have a so n- an ear aversion. <laughs> no Q-tips I, in there, I, which no. I was like, I gotta clean so
3: that. I've, <laughs>
1: well,
3: yep. I've always had a nose aversion. Like okay. it's like you cannot touch my nose. I will bite you. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to test this theory at some point.
2: Oh no, no, <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't touch my nose. <laughs> You
1: might get yep. It. Yep. Oh my gosh. You know so, what's happening now. Livy tries to boot me now on my oh. nose. And it's just like one of those things where I have to like freeze because my fists, like I start making <laughs> yeah. fists. I, I start will not try. I my. Will, I have learned.
0: Thank you. You yes. gave me the warning. Yeah. I'm your child. I know. So but she still does. It.
1: She likes to test me on that. And it drives me nuts because oh. I'm just like, do not touch my nose. <laughs> but yeah, so I you know, I was offered cocaine a lot in my music years, like, <laughs> oh, a lot. And I was just like, nope. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry, dude. It has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I just don't know. It's no.
0: I'm not so judging fun. you. I just don't nope. want it. No, I exactly. I had a flight attendant go into depth about <laughs> the <What>? fact that <laughs> he loved cocaine, ha- ended what? up having to have surgery. This is like coming back. What? I want to say from Ireland. <laughs> maybe mention that but he was the nicest guy but he's telling a group of us very casually the fact that he had to have surgery so yes cocaine abuse is not good no and the fact that he could only hold like now my nose is getting itchy his- his, his job there, but on and off as a flight attendant because of his abuse. Um, oh yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. wow, nice guy though. But oh, yeah, I- I- his openness, uh, like yeah. I said, n- no experience to it, so I'm just like enthralled. I, I like listening to medical audio, oh yeah, me too, and- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and surgeries and whatever people had to have, you know, he had a side effect because of it for many well, years <laughs> and actually people
1: do tend people who do have like do cocaine and things through the nose they tend to have more nosebleeds and stuff like that
2: yeah oh so. it'll, yeah you can eat yeah. away yeah, the, yeah. it the inside of your nose way? yeah it's bad yeah
1: it's not good no
2: it's no. gross
1: yeah so do you guys have anything else to add
0: nope are you guys no. all, are we
1: all good <laughs> are, are we able to talk to my children
0: yes <laughs> Yeah.
1: and alcohol yes and okay I feel good. So the whole friend group is Goop. good. <laughs> group, <laughs> group. Oh my gosh, that was way too much tequila
2: for me. That was
1: awesome though. Yes. Well, thank you so much, listeners, for spending time with us and listening to us jabber on about really important things. I think mm-hmm. we love spending time with you. I hope you enjoy spending time with us, and we will chat with you later. Bye. 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 This podcast was recorded adjacent to my hubby's man cave in the outskirts of Green Bay, Wisconsin. All of the Mommy sippy cup happy hour music was written and recorded by yours truly with vocal accompaniment by my wonderful children. Special thanks to the sponsors and co-hosts of the show, Janelle Byer, Carolyn shuffle, sunshine hopped, and Angela Hain. None of the products are sponsors of this show. We just talk about our favorite things. Please visit us on our YouTube channel, the Mommy sippy cup happy hour on Facebook, at mommy's sippy cup happy hour or shoot us an email at f-o-u-r moms podcast at gmail.com oh wait wait no no
3: no, no. that's mommy's sippy cup